Good afternoon, good evening, good metal. My name's Cooper. Welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. This is episode 48, and I just wanted to kind of the reason I, I did I wanted to do this episode. I was going to do a back end uh, preview and a bloodstock preview because I thought that that'd be a cool thing to do. Mainly just to fucking challenge myself. Could I do one for Vacken? Because it's fucking massive, and one for bloodstock naturally because bloodstock's like you know one of the best festivals in the world. Um, in the world, and. I, but before I even did that, one of the things I saw, I went to the, the Forlorn Hope launch show, their album launch show, and I didn't really see uh, an awful lot wrote up about it. And, and I was like, well, I'll I'll do it. I used to just see, you know, kind of what I previously used to do before I got here, like you fucking care. But I used to be, uh, I used to do reviews and stuff for various outlets and what have you. And I would uh, review um, bands, would set, would send CDs and all the usual stuff and all that bullshit. And, and I would go to shows and I would review the shows. The thinking being is that those shows were were then uh, kind of... It was, it was an avenue, it was a way for it to sort of get a, a talk about the scene. And I stopped doing it for a while as I went on tour and I did other bits and pieces. And I never really went back to it. And and there's, there's some, there, is, there is some good places out there reviewing bands. Let me just get that straight. You know, there's, there's Rock Flesh and, and get into this and stuff like that. There is, there's one, you can find them out there and they do great work. So I'm either adding to the great work that they're doing or if no one's doing it, I'm just supporting my scene. Part of supporting your scene is obviously going to a fucking show like I've talked about endlessly. But it's not just that. It's it's spreading a word and talking to people. Have you seen this band? You need to fucking see this. And if you can speak eloquently, and some people believe I can, fuck knows what, they, what they're listening to, but some people believe I can, is talking about the shows you went to and the experiences you had. And that's, it's the whole fucking lot of the experience as well. So their, their show was, uh, they're playing their album in um, in full. And the... Uh, I, 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 there was no way I was going to miss that because it was one of those shows that I, I really wanted to see because I th- as in the previous episode, I ran down the entire album uh, title by title, track by track, I should say. We went through the whole thing because I thought it was a tremendously ambitious project that needed to be, needed some light shone on it. Uh, not that I shine an awful lot of light on it, like, uh, but it's some anyway. So it made sense to me then, therefore, to continue that process and talk about the live show now. I don't want to do like reviews that I used to do. Not that I dissed anything on 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 previous sorts of reviews when I used to write them. I didn't. I tried to keep it more fundamentally positive. For me, the the whole thing was a bit extremely positive experience to the point where it felt very special to 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 me and certainly to the people that, that gathered there. So I just simply wanted to to gas about it. To be honest with you, so if you don't want to listen to me gas and wax lyrical and 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 all that, you know, switch off and, and listen to this other podcast. I want to try and vary the podcast as much as one will be like a really long epic hour and a half, two hour conversation with someone. Then another one will be you know ten twenty minutes uh, talking about something that I feel strongly about. Others as well have been sent in a fucking abundance of amazing metal from all over the world you know all over the world and there's some fucking amazing stuff going on out there and I thought how can I how can I put this how can I kind of frame this and I thought that what I might do is I might do a spoken metal show a playlist where I put together and talk a little bit about the songs uh, songs that, that you know are out there and albums and bands that are out there so you know if you're searching for you know well, where is this new music coop where is this fucking great bands you talked about i try and do it at the end of the show and have a song there but if that's one you know what there's way more than that getting sent out at the moment way more than that getting sent to me and there's some fucking 
amazing stuff going on. Bands that I fucking didn't know in the local bands as well. It's fucking crazy. So I think I'm going to start doing that as well and start kind of do a situation where I do a show where it's basically, imagine like a radio show where it's like just did did that you see on like mixed cloud and stuff like that. And some of them are, are bullshit. Some of them feel that, you know, the uh, the kind of just playing all the, 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 the hits sprinkled in with a couple of bands that are trying to make it through and get signed stuff. I'm I'm trying to get to do stuff that's by bands that you haven't haven't heard of and try and really plumb the depths of kind of what's out there. And those can those other radio stations can do those things and I'm sure they're very good at them. And some of them out there are doing some fucking great stuff by the way. PK Mally's show is excellent. Really good mix of what's going on there. Others maybe not so much, but like I say, I've never been about negativity. I'm always about positivity. Fuck as long as they're talking about music and metal and stuff, I'm more than happy. So I probably will do that and probably will move into doing that as well to keep it varied he's probably going to see the content up as because i'm finding more and more stuff to talk about more and more stuff to engage with people okay so forlorn hope uh ebgb's uh last saturday um was the launch of their album over the hills um i covered all this album in the last show you can even hear snippets of it in the last show and uh, and needless to say, I was a big fan of it. I really enjoyed the album. I, I'm a big fan of concept albums, um, like you know everything from the Floyd, uh, and and Rush and and Devin and all that type of thing. But also kind of like Zappa, you know, Zappa did some fucking great concept albums, which is not necessarily metal, but I guarantee most metal fans have got to lean into towards Zappa. But yeah, I'm a big fan of that. With anything with a narrative, it somehow seems to give weight to songs. Like, for, like the Floyd's a good example in so much as the, you know, Dirty Women is a great song on its own, but in the context of the whole thing, it's an incredible piece of music, same for Comfortably Numb, you know. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of those. Like, you know, look, listen to like the Satanist and stuff, when it's put in, in, in framed beautifully the songs were great on their own but as a whole it's an incredibly powerful piece of work so i really wanted to see this live so the the ebgb's is getting to be a really nice venue um it's very metal centric for some reason they start to get the sound there now the, the my friend that the, the uh, doing the sound this time was was he's really getting his game together now you know he's really understanding what's going on with what the sound can produce from there and what's going on not that he didn't in the first place he's ace but um yeah he got really starts to get a good sound out there everything's kind of learning where things are best place for the merch and best place for all the gear and shit like that everybody's getting a sound check everybody's really cool now so i headed down there and uh, that was run by death wave by 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 the governor andy he, he's running that he's putting the shows on and he's got some fucking mental shows coming up soon the the the, the, the crown and glory of which being uh, a pale horse named death i'm uh, going to be playing i think it's november that's going to just be fucking biblical that like they haven't played in liverpool have they played in liverpool ever it's certainly not a long time it's a fucking huge show that is that's really good along with a host of other shows but death wave are hosting this one and um i say hosting because promoting is probably not the right word yes you know andy and it does the promotion side of it and all that sort of thing but he's, he doesn't just fuck off once everybody turns up he's constantly around the show you know everything like checking everything's go 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 at the front checking everybody's happy you know the, the consummate sort of what a real promoter and any of you promoters out there will know that the you know the certain promoters out there that will just fucking see you later and then that's it you know but you've got to be you know you've got to do some of the, the great promoters really kind of are there uh, on the presence if you will like you know so i was run by death wave and there's a little sidebar to you and i'll i'll i'll, I'll underscore this slightly this isn't uh i didn't i don't fucking freeload i if, if i'm not working that show I'm paying for that show. I don't expect any freebies. I'm never going to come to your band and say, hey, I'm fucking 
so and so from the spoken metal show like that carries any weight. But I'm never gonna say that because that's fucking do you meant to support the team by buying a fucking ticket? It was five pounds. Five pounds to come into the show. What the fuck? It's five pounds, like a pint two pints. Yeah, what the fuck's you know, it's five pounds, so I'm I'm paying for those and I'm I don't want to fucking say, you know, look at me, I'm I'm paying to get into shows and all, all that bullshit. I'm just trying to illustrate that I, I'm not trying to get away with nothing, and neither should you pay fucking these bands have to pay for petrol, you know, at the very least. No one's making any fucking money off it. They just don't want to lose money here, yeah? You don't want to lose money. So yeah, gladly pay paying, you know, the uh, uh, and and that's the whole kind of the whole kind of ethos behind we're doing it. And there's a couple of bands sort of sound checking to a quarter, caught a little bit of Scarfoot before they played, and that really interested me. And then I saw the other band whose name escapes me, but I'll remember in a bit. And then I kind of caught up with the with the with the the, the, the guys and girls of, of Fallen Hope, and. It was it was just in really good spirits, you know. It was really nice to see them. Kind of, you could tell they were nervous because it's playing, you know, probably twice as long a set as they ever did ever played, you know. And certainly, it's got to be, you know, in that order as well. You can't fuck with it. You can't go, oh fuck tonight. We'll we'll skip this song or we'll skip that song. You can't do that. You you, you know, if you're playing the album full, it must be treated that way. That's a really nice backdrops and stuff as well. Like so, they really kind of work the whole thing together so it looked concise, you know, and looked like it, it was an idea. So the first band on were was Scarfoot and I never once again fucking I'm meant to be some kind of fucking bastion of the unsigned and kind of this fucking John Peel fucking uh, fingers and all pies and knows everything about all the music scene am I fuck am I fuck I'm not at all I met John Peel when he got his fucking fellowship and I was like you know and I was he, he, he's this knowledge of music was vast I, I wasn't enough to fucking be a, a pin badge on his fucking jacket like you know so but I, I thought I knew I thought I knew a little bit never heard of Never heard of them, and it was there was it was a weird set. It was a three piece, and it's a weird setup because they like the 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 bassist had like a Hawaiian shirt on. It looked very unmetal, if you will. Uh, the guitarist, uh, Blackstone Cherry top on. I think he looked slightly kind of more rocky, but he had a twelve string acoustic. And I was like, well, hold on a fucking second. What's happened? What's going on here? You know, what What the What the fuck are we doing here? Like, this is an acoustic. I was like, that's cool. You know, let's see what happens. So they kind of launched up and fucking hell. The bassist whose name, I, I never got the chance to actually say or find out what his name was, but fucking hell, he was amazing. This kind of really, you know, you know those kind of bassists that just kind of, you know, some stick on the root and some just fucking start going off fucking into into the fucking blue yonder and take the whole band with them. He was one of those. He was just fucking brilliant. And I looked, had to look twice, um, to fucking see. I was with some of the guys from from Maru there, and, we, and I was like, is he is he playing with a credit card now? I'd like to think that he 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 know he normally plays with a, a a credit card. That's what he normally does. I suppose the reality is he probably just forgot his picks. But really, do you? You don't really, do you? So he must... Let's just say, let's just romanticise and say he uses a fucking credit card. Talk about a more fucking modern upgrade of the fucking sixpence uh, that, that Brian May uses. Well, what's the modern equivalent? You know what? Actually, that's not true. That's that's the 90s equivalent is to use your credit card. The, the more modern-day equivalent would be to use your fucking iPhone, wouldn't you? Which it would be badass if someone used an iPhone to pick, especially on the base. But he was just... He was playing with this credit card. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? It's amazing. But... The the this singer who's also the the so he's playing a twelve string acoustic guitar I think I'm pretty sure it was twelve string acoustic guitar I and the fucking sounds that he was getting out of this fucking guitar 
So, you know, he was getting obviously acoustic sounds, but then all of a sudden there'd be this fucking filthy, filthy riffage. And I mean, filthy riffage. Then he pulls out a slide and, and it's clean and it's dirty. And it's and I was like, fuck, he was just coaxing. It, like, just the, the massive amount of fucking noise from this 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 acute it's just a really great sound huge as well three pieces are obviously always difficult the, the old adage is that you know it's hard to fill out the whole sound when you're when you're a three piece sometimes uh, that's why i have second guitarists and what have you and what have you but no he, they were like they were fucking all and and hella original as well you know when they locked into a groove they were just fucking ridiculous just ridiculous and then about midway through set he kind of pulled out as an electric and and started going at, at that as well, and but but it, it, it maybe it sounded heavier with the acoustic. What the fuck? Like and he was using war on it and stuff, and getting these really kind of familiar sounds, familiar riffs going where you think they go, and then suddenly just fucking veering right off to fucking Angulusville and fucking just going off to these crazy tangents where it would be like, and they'd seem like they were jamming a, a rhythm, a jamming a riff, and then suddenly explode and go back into uh, something incredibly sort of tight, and you're like, fucking hell, these guys are, are, are completely on it. Later on, uh, the... Uh, the guitarist uh, makes an appearance at Fall on Hope as well in their in their show, but they were. Do you know what? I, I don't. It's difficult to compare them to anything. There was all kinds of stuff going on. Therapy. There was fucking everything. There was. It's really difficult to see where they were coming from, and that was what was so exciting about the perfect opening band to kind of. Okay, well, it's not all fucking metal. It's not all fucking riffs to go go gallop gallop gallop. Although, Scarlet had a fucking ton of riffs. I'm just, I want to try and dig out and find out what they sound like in the studio because if it's half as good as they were live, it's going to be an absolute treat. So that was Scarfoot and I thought they were fucking, uh, I just thought they were a, a really sort of in, intelligent, like sort of you know, example of metal, you know, like you kind of have um, a, a lot of metal kind of gets frowned upon that it's kind of not, uh, um, you know, not not intelligent, just not, not doesn't carry any weight. Uh and I, I just, I just thought these were were, were superb and an original. So if you want, to, you know, what's what's different? No one's doing anything different out there. I'm telling you, fucking now, Scarfoot are doing something different. I'll try and get in contact with them, see if we can get them to maybe put a track on on these. But they were brilliant. Uh, the next band, and I'm going to get the name completely wrong. Uh, Ver Vera Fekrin or Verta Fekrin or something they were called or Villa. Fenraka, Villa Fenraka. There, you, that's probably it. Villa Fenraka, and so, oh, Christ, you know, I, I, all I knew about them was very Viking metal going in. So, whole band, I think, bar the one of the guitarists as Battlefest on, and lead 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 vocalist is a fucking man mountain, you know, just a man mountain. I mean, at one point, um. The thing he makes reference from Fallen Out makes reference to call him a fantasy giant, and it was with love. But he's just this fucking, this absolute fucking man, man mountain with this huge. I didn't know they made denim fucking war vest like this. But he, do you know what? He was a fucking absolute sweetheart. You know, when you see someone, you think fucking hell, he is fucking nails, and he's a big guy. He's gonna fucking kill me. He's a sweetheart, and his voice, what the fuck? Just like this soaring. Viking sort of, I, I can't explain it, and, and that's a, and I try and think to myself that I can explain stuff quite a lot, like you know. But even I was like, you know, fucking just this, just this. I won't say operatic because it wasn't that, but it, it it felt like that. And what was interesting is that the bassist was like, you know, a smaller guy. You know, he wasn't nowhere near as big. He was quite quite short guy, 
and and the two of them look it, it it should have been crazy but it somehow worked and it worked. one of the things i don't like here's one of the things i don't like i don't like it when bands get off the stage and get into the crowd and i'll tell you why i don't like it because it's just it forces the the gap to be bigger between the crowd and the stage and people tend to walk away and people sometimes don't like it and it feels very gimmicky sometimes it it, it almost never works except for saturday when it worked beautifully basis comes off and he's just fucking He's all about it. You know, you love him or hate him or whatever you thought. He was in your face or whatever the fuck you wanted. You couldn't help but be swept up in what they were doing, you know. And he was fucking going out. The guitarist came down, played the guitar solos right in front of people. So he gets off and plays. And I was just like, fucking... It felt really sort of um, celebratory, if you know what I mean. Like a Viking... Not a funeral, like a Viking celebrity type of thing. And the guitarist, I think one of the songs was called... Fury of the Valkyries, fucking what the fuck, mate? You write a a song called Fury of the Valkyries. You better be fucking damn sure you're on it. I think it was one of the new songs for them. And I think he was playing a seven string, and he came off the stage to play the the riff. That's a fucking riff, that is. By the way, that's a fucking riff, that is. And they just were relentlessly getting the crowd to go. They seemed like they were having an absolute fucking blast, whether we were there or not. And that's that's exactly how it should be. Um. And so they, for me, how can I sum them up? It is, it's Viking metal. It is Viking metal, such as Sabaton and, and a few other things and stuff going on. It is that. But, you know, you know if there was a, if there, I was a Viking and I was going into fucking battle, I'd, I, I, I know Amon Armoth, I'll tell you what, Amon Armoth, I'd, I'd have playing as I rode into battle. But the night after, when you have to piss up in the fucking whatever that you have and you have your horns and you drink and shit... I'm telling you now, this they're the house band, yeah, they're the house band. Brilliant, just brilliantly like, uh, just uh, their own thing, and we're well aware of what they do, and that's that's a that's a, a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. They were great, they were great, they were just hugely enjoyable. They would carve it up at Bloodstock all day long, all day long. So then we get to 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 the main main events, you know, Fallen Hope playing their album in full. I was wondering how they'd started, actually. I was wondering about that because, you know, what do you do? You just, you know, do you start with the first song? And what do you do? Do you explain to the crowd what you're doing? Well, what the fuck do you do? So they, they played, I think it was samples from Sharp. Sharp's the, the, the programme with, with, with Bean in. Um, the, the covers the Napoleonic and the, the, the sort of, the, that whole war sort of side of the Peninsula War, what we talked about in the previous episode. And it talks about all that. Um uh, and kind of but they cut samples going, you bastard, there's only that brilliant is it Sheffield he's from? I think it is Sheffield. It's a brilliant Sheffield accent that he has. And then and then they just fucking launch into like uh uh Vivre Emperor, I think it is. I'm trying to bad see how I tried to sound like I was French and all you know what I was talking about, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. That but they straight away it's fucking fists in the air. The crowd were just fucking erupting, just fucking you know, all the way through there was people just fucking or every you know it's pretty full like it's pretty full fucking giving giving it the beans, and and after that first song, that first wave of the first adulatively clapping and stuff was massive, was massive. I I dare say it took the the band a little bit by surprise. They were fucking really loud, um, anime rid- ridiculously loud, and and so. It it almost set the stage. I mean, they they put everything into that first performance i think that kind of whole <laughs> the, the first song people were like fucking 
you know this this is this this is what we're doing and and I just thought that that was incredibly um incredibly refreshing to to see to see them go that and then they started with the set and you think um and you think well you've got to explain it and and unfortunately um they they did it's uh you know they they, they explained the kind of the, the 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 premise of what they were doing even though I think pretty much that um everybody was kind of already there if you know what I mean they already kind of knew what was going through to what the the whole play was for the album what was going on and they kind of they kind of straight away you were like they're not fucking about here you know they're not really kind of um I'm trying to find just so you know because I'm fucking awful at this stuff um I'm trying to find whilst I'm talking to you on the phone because I'm fucking terrible with that with that type of stuff um I'm trying to find the the name of that band before I even kind of get there. Um, this is what I see. This is why I normally I kind of tend to, um, I normally kind of tend to have a little bit more kind of practice with this with this type of stuff, and I normally kind of go, um, and write up what I'm doing. But this is very real, as you know. You've got the fucking boring task of Coops looks looks through his phone and tries to figure out what the fuck is going on with his life. Um. So I'm just bear with me as I'm kind of finding I can't find the, the the name of that fucking band. Um, ah, oh, I want to pronounce. I think I I think I've pronounced it properly. Um, we'll we'll soon see. Uh, I'm sure the crap. What I'll do is I'll try and as always kind of link up on the the bottom of this sort of kind of bands that um the you know that we we're, we're kind of talking about and stuff and and things like that. Okay, so let let's I'll I'll find them later. I'll I'll tag everybody in it and all the rest of it. So fallen hope yeah the it's chris is obviously the front guy and what a front guy he really is you know massively engaging self-depreciating all the stuff that you want from that but straight away his voice is fucking biblical it's it's just it, it cuts through the mix so well it's 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 ridiculous it's it's actually ridiculous and all the time you know you forget that you know he's engaging with the crowd and stuff and he's, he, t- he talks to the to his drummer at one point and says that you know he's actually allowed to talk about, and he and he knows that the, the subject that he's talking about isn't for everybody. He talks about you know all the nerds assembling and all the metal assembling the two coming together, and I think that you know obviously the best way to describe Fallen Hope is military metal, and so he starts to explain the songs and starts to explain what's going on, and the crowd are just in his in his hand like two three songs in, they're, they're just there, um, and they just proceed to start tearing. They fucking down you know, song after song and i think it's about four songs in um um men of honor i think it was uh uh men of Sh- uh, shadows men of honor um i think by by that he actually turns around and goes at this point we'd normally close the set we we normally go that's our set you know we've got our 20 minutes but this time obviously they're only halfway through so you got like another seven seven songs and you think to yourself they're fucking knackered, but then every single time that you think that they're tired, suddenly up comes this galloping riff from whatever the the next song is, whatever. You it straight away, you kind of, you know, you kind of transported to this kind of like insane riffage again, and you're like kind of. So it's like it's, the whole thing's like a, like an endless war, if you will. You know, like kind of just constantly, kind of. A constant battle, and that's what it is. I mean, if you break down, what actually, what's interesting is, 
that the um the 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 sort of flow over issue the introduction was that that sharp thing then you have like Viva Empire and then rifles rifles is kind of the big sort of single from that album, uh, if you will but the first like battle Talavera the crowd are just fucking you know just fucking completely with them this is songs about you know wars that happened in the 1800s you know what i mean it's and but to make the reference do you know what was fucking brilliant the what was brilliant it was it was what 210 years or 201 i think it was 210 years to the day that the foreign out played the, these songs that these battles took place and you think i wonder if those people how imagine that imagine saying to like a, a napoleonic soldier or something got a british soldier a spanish soldier and and showed him footage of what was going on. How mind blowing that would have been to go. By the way, in two hundred and ten years, this is going to happen. That the, you're not going to be forgotten. That you're going to. It's going to be remembered in for in, in the form of song. And so the, like the first big peak for me was Talavera. Was just like the crowd were just fucking right there. They, like you know, Warner Shadows and Eagle Hunters were 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 similarly kind of like. You know, right in your face, kind of uh, an amazing sort of reproductions. Exactly, that's another thing as well. Exact replica, re, re, repercussions of the song, re, repercussions, uh, replications of the songs on the albums. No sort of craziness. It was what you were getting, and then I think Die Hard was just the one where everybody was just fucking, you know, were just crazily fucking fist pump every single song. You know, like every band has those songs where it should be like. Uh, this is the part where you clap. This is the part where you chant. This is the part where you 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 knock your fists. This is where you do this. This is where you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Every song was like that, and it was uh, uh, by sort of man of secrets, man of honor. Like sort of what six, seven, eight songs in, uh, it felt special. It felt like what what a what a great band does. A great band does is makes you feel as though you are part of something. Yeah, it makes you feel that you the. You could play that instrument or be on that stage. That you are having as much fun, if not more, than they are. Of it, you know, everybody's enjoying themselves, and for that brief moment, they make you forget that you know you've got work the next day. You you haven't got much money. You know you 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 maybe feel lonely or you don't know what's going on with your life or all those things. And and just for that briefest moment, you're transported back during something like Master Strike to a story that someone's telling you where they've gone. Look, this is something we've made. This is something we've we've wrote. And we want you to join us, and every single person was 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 part of that, and and you know, and it was incredible. It was incredible, you know. He even introduced the whole the whole band, you know, which I I wanted to think that's another thing I don't like because I think that it's it's time wasted. It could have been a song, but in that case, obviously, when you're playing a whole set, I think it's really important to then get the the keyboardist's name wrong. God bless him. But it was kind of clear that he was just. He's still growing as a frontman. The band is still growing as well. Certainly, you know, from a guitar point of view, easily one of the most finished sort of players. But everybody seems to be, you know, God knows what the next project is, is they're going to do. But I want to know what it is. Yeah, I want to know what that next project is because they've got me. And it was kind of like on Vittoria where, where everything really kind of felt like a celebration. They knew they were a couple of songs from the end of the set and they, they really started to enjoy themselves. And, and that's something you can't buy when you see that on stage. Well, I did. I bought it for £5, as did everybody else in the audience. So you can't fucking buy that happiness. For that briefest moment, I forgot all the problems. I forgot what I had to do with with the podcast and stuff. And I forgot trying to be cool and all that bullshit. And I forgot all of that. And I just enjoyed the music set that was being presented in front of me. And then 
Then, like, over the hills and far away, they were joined by, I think his name's Andy, forgive me um, if I get that wrong, but they were joined and he obviously, out, out he comes with that acoustic and he provides this beautiful accompaniment to Over the Hills and Far Away, which is not their song, technically speaking. It's not their whole kind of thing. But it was just a really nice moment. You know when, like, a big, huge band brings someone on, here, so-and-so from the band, whatever, to play the last song with us, and he, it felt like that, and you were getting it at, a, at, a, at an incredibly small level, just because, just because these things are viewed by like 50, 60, 70 people doesn't make it any more less important than something viewed by 70,000 people. It just doesn't mean anything. It means everything to those individual people. That's what it means. And as we get to like the last sort of two songs, the biggest one being the Fall on Hope, you know, they it felt like a victory lap almost, you know, because they, they'd won. They'd brought a group of people in and played in an amazing set. And... And it's just you know there's there's something about the band that makes you want to listen, and you know the best way I can explain it is they are like a teacher that's like a cool teacher that kind of convinces you well actually look at you know Mr with it Doctor with it or you know Sarah or Mr with it the what they used to call the the cool teacher it's that they've somehow kind of brought in military history with a load of Iron Maiden esque riffs and stuff going on. Barreled it all together and 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 told the story. I you know what Bruce Dickinson would fucking adore this band. He would adore this band. And I'm not I'm not being funny. Well, they did the trooper, but you know I'm pretty sure that if 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 this album came out and it was done by I'd Maiden, it'd sell a fucking billion copies. You know, so that's it. And you can't take away from the fact like the bassist a name I always forget. Just everybody knows what they're doing in both like musically and visually. You know, everything was just absolutely fucking on point and so as you can tell <laughs> i really enjoy it but this is going on all over the country all over the world in a club near you five pounds it cost me to watch a, just a great show just a great show some people take drugs to 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 avoid kind of hard the harsh realities of life some people lock themselves away some people you know thrash out at others i go to a show and I stand and I watch someone pour their heart out with the the music that they've done and 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 I and I enjoy that immensely and it helps me kind of deal with my shit. And for that one sort of night, for the, the, the 90 or so minutes to do it on for, I was transported back to another place, um, told a beautiful story in the same way I'd watch a movie, except I could headbang to it. And so could a group of other people. And the crowd reciprocated back. And the more noise they made, the more noise the band made. And it was this beautiful thought. So the thing is, beautiful moments. Fallen Hope's album is out now. I would suggest buying it. But I would take a listen. Tell me I'm wrong. Listen to uh, Talavera, I would suggest. Because that's one of my favourite songs on the album. Well, Man of Secrets, Man of Honor is probably one of the better story ones as well. But you could take any album. Please take a listen to them. Take a listen to the other bands as well. I'll put links on the on the page, obviously, to it. But I just wanted to kind of get it out. I felt that no one was covering it and no one was documenting it. And it may be that only the people in that room would realise how special it was. And I put that up on a post. I was like, you know, am I the only one who thought that this was really, really special? And I wasn't. But this, you know, it just should be open to a bigger audience. You know, more people should see this. I think I'd like to force them to play it 
a default set again, maybe sometime, you know, because I think he's got a really good experience. They left it. They re- they have no more songs. They left everything on the table, as you should do. So, Fall on Hope or EBGBs, I didn't do ratings or anything like that bullshit. I didn't do stars and all that. I just really fucking enjoyed the show and I really enjoyed the bands on there. They've got two more bands I need to check out and have a look at. That's absolutely superb. That's, that's what I go to a show for. And, you know, I met up with some of the bands who played at Metal to the Masses and we had a we had a good good laugh and I actually I had a beer, had a drink, had a laugh and then I went into the night away happy, you know, and that's really all this is about, you know, for me. I just need to more people to understand that that is an option for them should they want to do that with their lives, that they can go to a show, pay some money and watch some bands because there is a wealth of talents in this Northwest and in, in this country and in the world uh, within metal. So... There you go. You disagree with me? You, what do you think? You were, were you at the show and go, Coop, that was the worst show I've ever seen in my fucking life. I disagree agree with you mentally. Fucking sound. Put the comments on there. Let's talk about it. I'll I'll tell you what I think even more. You know, if you if you want to kind of, you know, help me out with some of the names of people in the bands, that's okay too. You could do that. Help me out with song titles as well. Do that. Should I be going to another show? Is there another show I should be fucking going to? And talk about Because I'll do that more often. Like I say, there are people out there who professionally review stuff. So, you know, this, this this isn't what I do, but it's certainly some of the shows that have an impact and, and I really enjoy, I'm going to fucking talk about them. In the same way that when I'm in a pub, I will talk to them in a swan and I'll be like, fucking, I saw a band last night with fucking that, but let's hope that this reaches more people. And the only way this does reach more people is if you like, share, subscribe and get it out there. And that's not a cheap pop to get the fucking, get the... the the podcast over it is the fact that unless you put a comment if you if i if you've listened to one of these fucking shows you you owe it to just put a comment on there or something just share something i'll give you maybe 20 minutes of mild amusement maybe an hour of, of mild amusement even if you've gone that's a load of fucking shit i'll give you something all we ask is just put just share the stuff or suggest it to people because that's the only way this gets heard otherwise it just falls into the void of there's a billion podcasts out there now everybody's got a podcast now and um, you know everybody's got a voice and everybody's voice is important so we've got to find a way of people finding the what voices that they like to listen to so like share subscribe all lot of the good stuff leave comments on itunes leave comments on facebook leave comments on mixcloud or soundcloud please do all of that and help this show you know kind of reach that audience and hopefully together we can we can you know keep the scene alive it's very much alive but i want to make sure people know it is so thanks for listening everybody and i'll see you on the next one
Yeah, you know.